to Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Fins Up podcast. I am your host, Mortz, and I am joined, as always, by my fellow compatriot and dirty deviant, Southo Dan. How you doing, Dan? Good, thanks, Terry. It feels like forever. It has been forever. It's been since I think we lost to Canberra that we uh, we jumped on board, or jumped off the board. Um, yeah, but... Uh, Look, we're back. Life does get in the way, but we're here to announce some uh, pretty cool shit that we've got coming, uh, up and coming. So, but uh, Before we come to that, Terry, your life gets in the way. I don't have one now that the football's over. Yeah, well, the A-League started, but your team's shit. The EPL started, but your team's shit. Um, you don't really have an NBA team, so... Oh, but at least our NFL team's awesome. That's true. You know, 6-0. Yeah. It's always good. You can't complain when you're six and zero. Oh. That's it, mate. You've won a Super Bowl in the last ten years. Yeah, that's it. Uh, how have you been, anyway, Dan? Mate, I've been fantastic. I um, I, I won't jump the gun here and say why, but doing very good yourself. Yeah, look, I, I honestly can't complain. I'm kind of glad that the uh, the season is over. I think, obviously, this year from the Sharks was just pretty draining on everyone. But uh, it certainly was, mate. We'll, we'll reveal why very soon. Yeah, um, but anyway, let's get on to it. We're gonna just this episode here is gonna be a bit of fun. We're trying out a, uh, a new platform, um, so we're on Anchor Podcast now. So, you know, we'll tweet it out. You'll have to download it, but it's all free. It's all good, and you get to listen to me and Dan dribble again uh, for for another hour. Um, but yeah, let's review the season, Dan. Um, we've got to start off with two major bombshells uh, from the very first. Uh, podcast of the season from you and I. This, this should be good. Bombshell. This is, this is unscripted too. Bombshell number one. Uh, you and I both picked Melbourne to finish in the top four, but bum out in the finals. Fantastic. The exact words from Mortz were, I think they'll lose a preliminary. The exact words from Dan were, I think they'll lose a preliminary to the Roosters. Oh, well, you can't get any better than that. You can't, mate. We told everyone. We it to- was a spoiler. The season was pre-written. Well, here's the, next, here's the next spoiler, Dan. You and I both told everybody that the Roosters were going back-to-back. They were both our premiers. We ruined season 2019 for everyone. We did, we knew. Where did we have the Sharks finishing? Uh, You had the Sharks finishing 7th, which they finished 7th. I had the Sharks finishing 6th, and we both stated the the off-season interruptions. I will like to point out, though, that your boy here, Mortz, picked the West Tigers to finish 9th. Nice work. (laughs) And I'm picking them for 9th for 2020. (laughs) I don't care. 
Uh, so Dan, what was your what was your thoughts on season twenty nineteen? Go for it. Tell me anything. Teams, players, referees. Go for it. Oh, look, the obvious, let's get it out of the way, obviously. I mean, referees, mate. All year, everyone was saying they were going to decide the grand final. You get the blowback on Twitter where they were like, no, you won't, blah, blah, blah. They did. They decided the grand final. Look, dude, before you jump in, I know you're going to correct me. Canberra could have won that game 30 times otherwise, so blaming the ref isn't great. But, geez, it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Look, on, on the night when that six again happened, and... and We'll get to that later because we are actually going to review the grand final. But when that six again did happen and then the Roosters went up and scored, I blew up. I was blowing up for a good three hours afterwards. Um, I messaged all all my Canberra mates, all two of them, and, you know, apologised to them um, that they still haven't won a, a grand final in colour TV. But, um, yeah, I looking back at it now, yes, they made... They ended up getting the right call, but they did it the wrong way. And the NRL rules state that you can't change your call once you make it. But on the flip side, if Canberra had scored and won the game, we'd then be talking about, well, the referees got it wrong anyway, right? So that's the first... It would have been funnier, though. That's yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The other thing as well, though, and again, we can talk about it later on, but um, the the mistake happened 95 metres away from the try line that the Raiders were defending. So it's not as if like what could have happened where they made a blunder and then the Raiders scored, you know, the Roosters still had to go 95 metres. Yeah. Now look, the only reason that I'm annoyed that that happened was because it robbed us of the chance to say that Joey Leilua blew the grand final for Canberra not once, but twice. Well, Everyone was focused on the referee. Yeah. They missed the two-on-one that he blew and they missed him being slow and fat from marker. Yeah. And yeah, how he did not, how he did not pass that ball to Rapana, and then once once it was caught a forward pass, and Rapana gets up, and we might as well review the grand final. Now we're here. Um, once Rapana gets up and realises it's been called forward, he gives Leilua an absolute gobful. As he should have. It was a simple. It was a Chad Townsend-esque oh. disruption of an overlap. Oh my god! What what was your thoughts on the game anyway? I, I just it didn't feel like a grand final to me. Um, Look, and no, it didn't. It, it didn't. It didn't feel like a grand final, and it just it it went so quickly. It did. It felt. Look, it's going to sound bad, but it felt like a shit game. Yeah. Since I haven't been able to enjoy a grand final. They've all been duds. Yeah. Nothing will ever top that feeling again. It's it's almost like a bitterness. Like fuck you. We should be here. The game itself looked defensively was great. You had the best team in the game. Arguably the third or fourth best in Canberra on a great run, 50 50 split in the crowd, probably a little bit more towards Canberra, although not as much as I thought. That Viking clap is cringe as shit, but even I got goosebumps listening to the wrong grand final. It's just, I think the refereeing error took away from the grand final, and then the blunder in the the aftermath, yeah, like given that Clive Churchill. And it looked like um, White had no idea he was getting it because it turns out he didn't. Yeah. It just, it just didn't feel like the grand final. No. Plus, we won't jump the gun again. The grand final was at 3 o'clock that afternoon. It was. It was. Uh, what a fantastic game. Uh, but, for, yeah... I'm it- using the Talk about the Jets, Terry. I know, I know. And I've got so many more things to talk about before we get to the Jets, Dan. Um, um, You're just- the one who's on camera. Just, <laughs> just, just on that game, um, I think I think once the Sharks went out, I didn't watch a whole 
football match afterwards. Like, I, I had the football on in the background, but I didn't watch a game from, you know, the first second to the 80th minute. Um, and I just don't know if I lost interest or if the Sharks really turned my attention away from it. But when I got to the grand final, I think the whole the, the two hour gap between the end of the women's game to the grand final, the entertainment sucked. Um, it just yeah, to my for me that just it, and the game itself like fourteen eight. Okay, fair enough. We only won fourteen twelve and we won it, but I don't know. It just felt like two really good teams just out there for a scrap. Yeah, until until that breakaway, and once once Tedesco, um, uh, sorry, once Tupo made the, was tearing down the sideline, and you saw Tedesco just flying up. You knew that was like that. Canberra don't have the ability to do that. Like they really don't. In in twenty six in twenty sixteen, Leipana was doing that, but they they haven't been able to do that since. But um, yeah, geez, very ordinary game from mine. Yeah, well, it wasn't the best. Like I said, I feel a bit, a bit spoiled yeah. with the game earlier on. I um, the, the two hours between definitely hurts on TV. I had mates that were there that said they wish they hadn't come in for the early games. The day just dragged on. Yeah, and that, I think you know, going back to I've, I've only been to one grand final this decade, and um, we didn't get there until about what was it, forty minutes until kickoff. And I think I think if I had been drinking there all day, that I probably would have been asleep. Yeah, fair call. Yeah. We, we got there as um, about half an hour before the Dragons and the Burley Bears at the time. But we, I went across and was in the um, what is it, the brewery? Yeah, for a couple of hours. Yeah, and then came in and was about the last 25, 30 minutes of that game. Yeah, and then um, then you had the whoever's Bon Jovi's guitarist and yeah. his girlfriend. And then, um, then it was like an hour, what, forty minutes of trying to like not shit myself. So time flew. Yeah, well, I, I, I remember going, and it's it's great talking about grand final nostalgia. But I was in the brewery until about forty minutes before kickoff um, because I just needed to drink. There was no way I could go in that stadium. Yeah, how <laughs> lucky to get there, mate. We've told the story before. Um, okay, so Dan, I've got a couple of uh, things to. Uh, to fire off at you, who was your uh, underachieving team of the year and why? Oh, underachieving. Uh, oh, mate, I've only done, you know, I've been doing zero tackle season reviews all week and I, I can't remember. Um, look, the Titans finishing 16th was a disgrace with that side. They're better on paper than four or five sides. I don't know if you call them underachieving, but I had them, I think I had them about 10th and they finished like. I know it was 16th, but it might as well have been 20th because they were so far off the thing. But look, I, this isn't going to go over popular, but I think Newcastle, that side should have waltzed into the eight, and they weren't even close. Well, I didn't have Newcastle in the eight. I didn't think they were a top eight team. If- a fair call. Like, a lot of people didn't, but I just thought they had to make the eight with that squad. I mean, they fucked around with Caelan Ponga. That cost them six weeks. Yeah. It took six weeks to, to remember that he's playing football. You got David Clemmer, who didn't look interested half the season. Nathan Brown, he was gone after two months, yeah. and the rest of the season just filling in time before he could have, um, you know, move on the next year. Yeah, I, 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 I somewhat agree with you, but the underachieving team for me uh, had to be 
the Dragons. Um, finalists last year, and to not get back there um, even remotely close. They There were games where you thought they could be competitive. They were just getting spanked left, right and centre. Um, with the personnel that they had, they've got a half-decent forward pack. You've got origin players in Tarek Sims, um, Paul Vaughan, McInnes was, you know... McInnes is a very good player. Ben Hunt's not a mug. Yeah, Ben Hunt's not a mug when it comes to club footy. Um, you know, but I mean, injuries disrupted their season a lot. And I, I just feel that they're a lot better than 15th. And at one time, they were level with the Titans. And you're sitting there thinking, like, if the Dragons get the wooden spoon, well, Jesus. And, and now they've almost sealed Mary's fate. It's like he it, it's like he's on death row and he knows his end date. Because in two years' time, Shane Flanagan will be their coach. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's in same place now, yeah. which is real funny. Watch it back, backtrack on across social media. Yeah, there's a couple of Storm Dragons fans on, on Twitter that are going, you know, I'll never embrace Shane Flanagan. But trust me, when he starts making a really impressive recruitment drive for you and he's he's got your team, you know, punching well above its weight and, you know, teams are throwing 12, 13 sets at your, at your line and you're repelling it because you're playing grinding, boring football and then... You know, you're winning games and you're in the top four, but you're four and against is plus 30. Trust me, you'll love him. <laughs> you'll love him. You'll love him on those days. The emails are okay, the peptides, you know? Yeah. It's all worth it, man. Um, who was your overachieving team of the year? Uh, Manly, 100%. I, I had a 14th or something in yeah. the preseason. I still don't know how they got that far up. Yeah, uh, Manly is a good shout. I had Canberra because I had Manly finishing above Canberra this year. And for mine, for Canberra to get in that grand final when they signed two uh, two British players who were okay in the Super League, uh, they got rid of Blake Austin and ran with Aiden Caesar and Jack... Oh, sorry, Jack Whiten and Sam Williams before they went Jack Whiten and, and Aiden Caesar and, um, you know, ha- running uh, Jack Whiten, getting... Uh, Sean's nickel clockstad, you know, for a bag of chips and watching him evolve into a player. Um, yeah, I think they really they punched well above themselves, and it just shows how important Josh Hodgson was or is. Hundred percent. Yeah. He's, he's he's probably. I always thought Damien Cook was the next Cam Smith, but I think Hodgson's the next Cam Smith. Yeah, that's 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 a really good shout there because you you see like. Damien Cook is a good player, but he goes in and out of games, but Hodgson competes for 80 minutes, and he's so important to that team. He's so important. Oh, he's, he's Canberra's best one, absolute mile. Yeah. Uh, who's your best player of the competition? Ah, uh, Tedesco, yeah. by a mile. Yeah. It wasn't even close this year. Yeah, I, it wasn't close. Uh, apart from James Tedesco, for me, I did really enjoy the... I did enjoy uh, Mr. Flat Track Bully himself, Mitchell Moses. Um, tearing, tearing the shit teams apart and, and disappearing. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, James Tedesco probably uh, put in arguably the most dominant season. I know he only won the Dalian by three points, but no one. If he didn't win the Dalian, it would just show how much of a circus it was. Oh, absolutely. This is probably the most dominant since that Ben Barber year. Yeah, where he went back, and then Hayne before that. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, I had uh, a couple of JT's, a couple of uh, Thurston seasons were were pretty impressive as well. But yeah, this this Tedesco, no one could touch him. And I know Cam Munster started the year off on absolute fire, but he sort of like Melbourne just cruised at the end. Um, whereas Tedesco, from from round one to the even to the grand final, was just incredible. 
Clive Churchill, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And and even even still then, if you have a look at his stats on the ground, you, you could make a fair case for him. He saved a lot of tries. He made a lot of metres. He scored the game-winning try, but... Um, yeah. Uh, who was your most disappointing player and why? Oh, do you really want me to answer that? Yep. He's come, he's come through. It's either Johnson or Moylan, mate. I yeah. know I watch their games closer, but I'm just... I'm so sick of people jumping on the... Johnson will come good, Johnson will come good bandwagon. When? And Moylan, as soon as he was named fullback, we talked it up as a joke. We knew his hamstrings weren't up to it. Uh, yeah... You know, Sean, uh, Sean Johnson did have some good games for us. I won't call him the most disappointing player. I think Moylan, when he was on the field, was very good. I still remember that Dragons game down in uh, down at Wynn where, you know, eat spiders. Then you had the uh, the game round two against the Titans. Again, no one could touch him. Um, it was just getting him on the field. But for mine, the most disappointing player this year was Anthony Milford. Yeah, fair call. He did, did very little, didn't he? Yeah, he, he got fat. Fatter. Yeah, he, he ate a lot. Yeah. Um, what was your highlight of the year? Uh, can I say Newtown? No. We're talking NRL no, yeah. down. Well, fuck, you're fucking hot clip. Um, <coughs> on a personal level, uh, going to the footy with my dad against Parra when we smacked him. Yep. Seeing Wade Graham down the left with Bronson Jerry. Yep. That was, that was the most I've enjoyed football in since 2016. Yeah. Honestly, incredible. Yeah, good shout. I think the highlight for mine, uh, similar to yours, uh, a real good mate uh, of mine, Nick, he's a Souths fan, and he came out for that Bunnies game and just got to, again, got to see a Wade Graham masterclass. Um, The highlight of the year for mine, though, had to be uh, Magic Round. It was good. I bagged it early on. Yeah. But I think I'm happy to eat crow there. Yeah, it's here to stay. I got to i to throw one in there, Terry. Yep. The Bankwest opening where Parra went yeah. absolutely ballistic yeah. against Tigers, that was incredible. Yeah, and we've been to Bankwest Stadium recently, which we're, we're almost there, Dan. It is a hell of an impressive stadium. Oh, it's beautiful. We had the best seats. We yeah. could have sat anywhere and the same thing. Yeah. Um, another highlight for mine... Uh, was it nearly happened, it nearly trumped it, but the New South Wales government deciding that they would spend $15 million just to keep Queensland out from not having the uh, the NRL Grand Final. That was good. That was a late, late entry. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I know. It's it, it nearly got there. I've got it in my notes. It nearly got there. Um, so uh, let's do it, Dan. Let's talk Jets. Let's talk about the real one. We've said it from... We, we've said it. No one cares about the NRL Grand Final. You're not going to remember it. What you're going to remember for the rest of your life is Billy Magulius. Billy Magulius, the kick. Let's the talk. Bounce. Let's let's talk the Grand Final first. Yeah, let's let's talk. Um, did you at any stage feel that we were going to win that game? Yes. From the moment we got to the Grand Final against Wentworthville, and Wentworthville put that team out. Uh, I I laughed at it. I thought with David Gower and and Tim Manor in there, there would there'd be absolutely no problem whatsoever. And then Tim Manor turned into prime Tim Manor, and fucking David Gower turned into Tohu Harris, and <laughs> we were in a bit of trouble. <laughs> we- hey, Thomas, like every time Tim Manor touched the ball, it felt like uh, Wally Lewis had got the ball at Suncorp. Yeah. That was the reaction we had us, and we were sitting amongst the Newtown fans. Yeah. Um, 
I, I didn't. I never felt that we were out of control of that game. Like I know we dropped the ball off the kickoff, and they took the early two, which you know probably really benefited us. Um, but you know we scored the first try of the game with some Will Kennedy magic to Mulatalo. Um, we then you know some soft defence. Uh, Wentworthfield came back. We then scored another try. We were making meters. We were doing anything that we could do to get up the field, but. I think we just played a little bit of panic football, which we hadn't done all through the finals. That's uh, true. True Newtown style. Yeah. 30 seconds to go was too long when you were playing against Newtown. Yeah. Um, the With the penalty that leveled the game up, though, I felt really sorry for Josh Hoffman because they, they penalised Josh Hoffman when the real call to make there was that the, rea- the, the player that came back was offside who collected the ball. Because Will, yes. Will Kennedy put the ball through, Josh Hoffman stuck his foot out and has then taken Will Kennedy out, I thought legally, and Reese Davies dived on the ball from an offside position. The referees called play on, Kennedy stayed down, Hoffman stayed down, and then they realised that they need to get a penalty, so they put Hoffman on report for the for a shoulder charge when he didn't even use his shoulder. No, I thought it was harsh until I saw the offside come back, and then I was like, what's well, a penalty anyway, so give it. That, that, gin- <laughs> that ginger ref was terrible in that game. He was absolutely awful, right? It was terrible. And he saw that. He saw Reese Davies. He, he saw Reese Davies come, and I've watched that replay about six times, and trust me, it's my proudest fap of the year, but he saw that, and he saw the player come from an offside position, and he called play on, and it was then when he realised he made so many mistakes that game. He shot, and, and then he got the fucking state championship, which pissed me off even more. It was crazy. Everyone was blown up. No one knew why. Even even our mate Josh, Josh Robbo, who made a special appearance, yeah, he, um, he said the same thing. Yeah, and he, he's the resident referee. Um, Bagger, yeah. Uh, it was yeah. good to see. Good to see Josh. He looked he looked well out there. Was it was real good to see Josh actually. Um, was good Richie was there. Yeah, I, well, Rich, Richie paid for the stadium, didn't he? So of course he had to be there. Um, and then when it got to golden, oh, not golden point, got to extra time, and I thought Wentworthville showed their hand too early by kicking the field goal because basically they said, well, we're going to kick the field goal now. You've got to try and win the game. And when you have a look at that team, Will Kennedy, Mulatalo, Tyrone Phillips, Aaron Gray, yes, he you know wasn't his best on the day. Uh, Jack Williams, even though he had well, gone off at that time, Trindle, Braley, Magoulis, uh, Toby Rudolph, Mate, all there. yeah, you couldn't you couldn't just turn around and and defend one point because you know and then and then mate that kick Billy, Billy tried it tried it twice and it paid off. I remember going I remember going mental. I put Harper in a headlock when fucking Kennedy scored that try. It was ridiculous, wasn't it? Oh, it was perfect, and we're in the perfect spot too. Kennedy yeah. scored right. Oh, I did a bit diagonal, but right in front of us. Yeah, he pointed up to us as well. Remember, he pointed up to Richie and said, "Thank you for that paycheck." Thank you for the stadium, and boys, I want to hear the podcast this week. Yeah, that's... Kendall has... He didn't have the greatest game, but that kick from, what, 30, 35 yeah. on its way, well, that's cold yeah. as ice. And it's two years in a row he's delivered grand finals, which yeah. means, of course, next year, start celebrating the big one. Yeah, that's 100%. Uh, let's move on to the state championship. What we're, we're, Talk to me about... You know, playing Burley. Obviously, we were seventh in our competition. I think Burley finished third. They did, yeah. Yeah. And they whacked, they whacked Minute Winham. Yeah. In the, uh, uh, and then went through and then played them again and beat them quite convincingly. Yeah. In the ground one, two. And they came in because those that don't know, 
early one a few years ago came down and got whacked by like 56 points against the Dragons. We saw them get off the coach and they were half cut. I swear they were drinking on the way to the game and they played like they were drunk. And they, they let themselves down and uh, it was the, the captain came out, Luke Page, I think his name is, yeah. came out and hammered him and said that was fucking disgraceful. Absolutely right. They shouldn't have been there on the day. They turned up. They wanted to beat this Newtown team. As you can see by when when Ferris was scoring, they all dropped. They thought they'd had it won hmm. and they came to bloody win it. Yeah, and I, again, when that team went out, like, you know, you have a look at the Newtown team. It's made up of a lot of NRL players, right? Um, that that's side when it came out. Obviously, you knew the names: Anthony Don, um, Luke Page has been around. I can't believe he hasn't played more NRL. He's a beast. Um, he's the NRL side now. Yeah. Um, better than half of his Titans props. Yeah, Jamal Fogarty. My God, he's a player. Another one, and you know what? Their best three players, Don excluded, are all burly contracted players. Yeah, that's how bad the Titans are. Yeah, um, and. I, I I thought Newtown were going to win that game by about twenty, uh, and I know you know they scored the first try to Don off some terrible defence, then that runaway try, and I, I I thought you know what Newtown have still got points in and they've still got points in, and when it went to sixteen two, I was like this is it, it's over. Newtown are going to get spanked from here, and then again you know that never say die attitude. Um, Oh, I tell you what I thought when actually when I thought it could be game over was when Mulatalo went to the sin bin. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We would have had the ball and it would have been game on. Yeah. What's make the sin bin? It was a sin bin. It's pretty dumb. He should never put his head in that. that no. Area. And and we had he smashed the bloke. We had the ball. Like what? You we don't need that. to go on with it. And and look, we love Mulatalo. We love Ronaldo. He's like. It, we're, at the moment, we're struggling, I know, to, to leave him out of the team, but probably next year he, he is going to start the, the, the season in Reggie's again. But there's things that you love about Ronaldo is his passion, his enthusiasm, you know, his raw power, his raw energy, but he's got some brain snaps in him. And I think he does need to start the season in Reggie's to get that brain snap out of him, keep the hunger, keep the passion, young fella, but just get rid of the dumb shit. He's going to be one of the players that we're going to love and everyone else is going to fucking hate. Do you know who he reminds me of as a, as a youngster with all that energy, you know, coming into the game? 2009 Blake Ferguson. Yeah, you're right. He's yeah. Full of, full of talent, but yeah. he's an animal. Uh, yeah. And he just he just needs to curb... Once he curbs that enthusiasm, the sky's the limit for him. Um, that's true. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, not the best game from Will Kennedy um, in, in this grand final. Um, you know, it wasn't his worst, wasn't his best. Trindle was a shocker. Blake Braley sucked. Um, that, was, that, was, that was probably Eastbound's worst game of the past 10 weeks, in all honesty. Yeah, I, 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 I've come away from the grand final and the state championship thinking that if Blake Braley's our number nine, we may be in a bit of trouble. I really wanted to throw that SOS to Isaac Luke. For some reason, he's gone to the Dragons. I don't know why he's he's not going to play. He's, he, we're going to play him. You know the Jets are going to play him in uh, in reserve grade. Um, but it just it just took some magic. It really did. Just it, it just took some magic to get over. You know, get it on game on. Uh, Sione Katoa two two cracking finishes for his tries. He's a brilliant finisher. If he if he stops running sideways and runs forward, yeah. he's going to be hard to out next year. Yeah, um, and I'll tell you what, Jackson Ferris, I, like, I, I, I'm i pretty big on him. Um, 
I don't... Do I think he's going to be an NRL player? You know, he could be. Um, I didn't realise he was that quick. He scored two runaway, runaway tries when no one got near him. No one got near him. Do you, um, do you remember the DMs about 30 seconds before Ferris ran away to score that first try? Yeah, sack him, he, get him, he, hook him. He said sack him, and I said, fuck Jackson Ferris. And uh, both at the same time written, never mind, and yeah. scored that and then I, th- I think one of the calls from me was, uh, I would rather Matt Evans than Jackson Ferris. <laughs> and, uh, and then Ferris runs away to score the winner. Which reminds me, Terry, I did borrow this from the Petersham uh, RSL. Oh, wow. That would be the winning try, Jackson Ferris running away to score. Is, is that the winner? That looks like the uh, off the kick. It doesn't matter, mate. It's Jackson Ferris. That's all it is. But, no, um, no, that's, yeah. that, that's his first try. Yeah, it is, because Magulius is inside him. It doesn't matter. It's a moment that I'll never forget, and I probably shouldn't have borrowed that. I like how you say you borrowed it. You were pissed and you stole it. I did. It wound up in my bag. Ron can vouch for me here. I don't know how it ended up, but I'm glad it did. Uh, it looks like you had a cracking time there, but yeah, that, that grand final, that... That, mate, I, I was I went mental. When when Jackson Ferris, I celebrated that like it was a Sharks grand final. That was that good. <laughs> Absolutely. I was, I was over there... I know no one can see it listening at home, but that's fine. No one listens anyways. On my couch, Chelsea was watching the videos in front on the bed. Bryce was sitting next to me. Yep. And I remember going, holy fuck, they've done it again. Yeah. Looked at the kids, but I swore, and then thought, fuck it, I'm going to go again. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. I was, watching, I, was, I was watching the Jets with uh, Harper and Page, and... Um, you know, they're sitting there going, are the Jets winning, are the Jets winning? And, and obviously, you know, your kid's asking. I, was, I found myself getting wound up. And I was like, it's a, it's a team that I've only watched three games all year. And I was, I was like, Harper, they're not winning. You know, and then and then when they when they scored that winner, I went and grabbed her. And I was like, the Jets won. And she had no idea what was going on. She's like, don't pick me up. Don't pick me up. <laughs> my, uh, my kids love the, the woo bags. Yep. You know, woo bags, woo bags. Yeah. Chelsea like, just yells it at me in the morning. Uh, mate, that's parenting done right. Uh, my 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 two year old can now sing up up Cronulla, and I'm trying to teach her that Newtown song. But if she can do woo bags, we've done it. We've we've nailed it. The other night at the at the um, reception, mm. when the when the team came in, they played the Newtown song. Mm. It's that bit where it goes thirty men all dressed in blue, something something blue bags. Mm. No one knew the words. Right. Like, Next to Matt Evans, and he was he was fudging it. Ron didn't know the words. I didn't know the words. It's impossible, mate. You don't need to worry about Matt Evans. He doesn't know if he's Arthur or Martha. Ah, <laughs> uh, greatest man alive, though. What a photo! I tell you what. Uh, big congratulations to Greg Eastwood, who goes out a uh, two-time uh, New South Wales Cup and a two-time state champion with two different teams, and he retires a Jet, an immortal. That's it, immortal. He, he was fantastic the other night. He was such a good bloke. Yeah. Toby Rudolph. Oh, can we talk about that performance? Let's talk about Toby Rudolph. Let's talk. That was immense. Yeah, uh, his, his stats, uh, 22 runs, 240 metres, 41 tackles for one miss, uh, 11 tackle breaks, three offloads. Can we talk about Toby Rudolph? My, he's playing NRL next year. He was the best player in the competition. The second week he came back. First week he came back and he played about 20 minutes towards the back end. Yeah. When you tell by plenty just to get minutes in. Mm. By that second week, he was head and shoulders best player in, yeah. in New South Wales. I, I tell you what I like about him. He's not so much like his aggression and he wants to rip in. His clean-up work in the ruck. He is a great ruck defender. 
You're right. You know what we didn't remember? Mm. That uh, Will Kennedy try saver. Oh, yeah, that was a cracker as well, wasn't it? Greatest tackle I've ever seen. There was literally three three millimetres in that. Yeah. And they run away with it. It's 24 nothing. Yeah. 22. Yeah, and that that went up a try as well, and Tyron Roberts-Davis thought he'd scored. Oh, I thought he scored. Yeah. And then they showed the play. I was like, oh, that looks close. Then the second time, I was like, full erect. What yeah. a tackle. No, because Kennedy got up straight away and, and said no. He's like, no, no, my hand was under it. And so you're like... You're not gonna you're not gonna accuse any player of being a liar. Robert Davis didn't celebrate like he had scored, like he had just won a grand final. Um, yeah, it's oh, look, inc- incredible tackle, incredible tackle from him. Um, but geez, going back to Rudolph, it was between him and Fogarty for for the man of the match, and it, man, he was so good. It was good. He. Hey, did you hear the commentators during the game say that if the game's a draw, they split the trophy? Now, they ended up correcting themselves about two minutes from time, saying, no, that's not not the case, that you do play extra time. At the time, I fully admit, I was like, take the two, draw it up, like, let's just let's split the trophy. I was yeah. like, huh? What a weird mate. You, sh- you should do it like the Ashes. The state that won it last year, if it's a draw, gets to keep it. <laughs> What a season, yeah. Um, and it was. It was a lot of fun hanging out with you and Jimmy and Richie and, um, you know, my girls came along to it and Benny G um, at, that, at the semi-final and, you know, then going out to the grand final, uh, Josh Robbo being there, your other mate, didn't catch his name. Um, and then, see, you know, just seeing everyone and, like, seeing... I guess the best part about it was just seeing the Sharks fans really embrace Newtown. Like, I bought a hat. Richie bought... Well, I mean, he bought the team... Uh, yeah. uh, he bought he, he bought Peter Shamar SL um, but he, he bought a jersey Jimmy bought a jersey because he thought he was going to be cold and then realised that if he went and stood in the sun he was going to be boiling um, but but it was I mean we've even talked about now like um, going we, we're definitely going to do the beer festival next year um, but like talk about making a proper weekend of it we're looking into getting Jets memberships as well like we just really embraced it it was so much fun it's, mate, it's a great club. You, you've been to Henson, haven't you? Yeah, loads of times. Yeah, it's, it's a great stay out, mate. It's the secondary Shark Park, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I haven't had one of your snack packs, but I, I went, I've been a couple of times with um, with different people, and the experience has all, all been the same. Um, but I think next year, definitely, we need to get a big group of us to do that beer festival. Oh, absolutely. It's the best day of the year, honestly. We just can't go with Clev because he's too goddamn attractive. Oh, mate, all the girls, they just won't. Yeah. Some good genetics there. And for, let, let's wrap this up, Dan. Let's tell the tell our three listeners what's uh, what's happening. What Dan and I are actually going to do is we're going to uh, ejaculate in your ears every week. And we're going to do a team review uh, starting next week with the Gold Coast Titans. 
uh, and work our way up to uh, the Melbourne Storm or the Roosters. We'll figure out how we're going to do it. But for the next 16 weeks, we're going to stay in your earlobes to make sure that uh, this off-season is a bit of fun. Um, we'll do some stuff along the way, and we're also going to try and grab a listener uh, or, or an opposition fan. Um, we, you know, we've already got a couple that we are uh, we're thinking of uh, speaking with. But you know, give some, give it, give us some shouts um, as to who you want us to speak to. Not Mario Siegs. Um, oh, and d- yeah, blocked and deleted. Um, we, we have to get him on though for next week because where the hell are we going to find a Titans fan? <laughs> oh, Hammers! Hammers is back. Hammers back. All right, we got one. Sorry, yeah. Mario. Yeah, we'll try. We'll try and find it. I mean, Mario pretends to be a fan of every club every <laughs> week just to get him to do shit. We'll get. We'll get him on. We'll get him on if we struggle elsewhere. That sounds good. Yeah, it, it'll be sixteen weeks of me, you, and Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it gets worse. Hey, just before we wrap up, Terry. Yep. Um, season low light. I I didn't I didn't put that on for a reason. Um, There's only one, as far as I'm concerned. What's that? Chad Townsend's podcast. <laughs> and he didn't even call it the four on one. He had the chance to own that mistake forever, and he didn't take it. Uh, <laughs> So, someone on Sharks Forever today, they said, what's Chad Townsend's podcast like? And someone wrote back, as good as him with a four-on-one overlap. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there, Chad. We gave it to you. Did you read my season review from the Sharks as for Zero Tackle? Oh, I haven't got to it yet. No, but I, I will. doesn't matter. 30 other thousand people have. In the low-light section, you know, you just do a certain player or something. I saved a spot for the four-on-one and said there's a special place in rugby league hell for that moment, I still have nightmares. Yeah. Four on one, Terry. I don't know. I, I don't know. Podcast. Like, yeah, I'm... at least the worst I... Sharks podcast now. Okay, yeah, that's that's fair. I guess the, the low light for me would be the inconsistencies in the judiciary. Um, Josh Maguire twice charged for an eye gouge, doesn't get suspended. Um, the young kid from Canberra suspended twice. Um, people getting, you know, Sam Burgess getting off from killing Matt Moylan. Um, yeah, lots of, lots of indiscrepancies. I think, I, in all honesty, this year, I think the match review committee was, uh, and the judiciary was worse than the referees. That's, that's a serious shout. Did you hear the big rumour doing the rounds today? I don't know if I got to you yet no. or not. No. South Court press conference on Monday, and I think it might be to announce Sam Burgess is going to retire. Really? Know how true that is, you know. I heard it from a friend who knows someone, blah blah blah. But that's that's what's going around. That'd shake some shit up. That would. Well, fair enough. Uh, let's end it on that note, and we'll see you guys next week, all for some Titans talk. Can't wait. Uh, up the Sharks, up the Jets. Up the Jets.